Hi everyone, this is Janice, your neighborhood nutritionist. I've spent the last couple of years helping busy office professionals upgrade their health through upgrading their nutrition. And one thing was very obvious. Nobody's got time to read up on all the scientific stuff to know fact from fiction. So each week, I will talk to you about a different topic or concept in nutrition in simple, everyday terms, so you are empowered to make the best nutritional decisions. Get ready to learn about some new stuff, gain new insights into old concepts, and super boost your health. Hey everybody, so today we welcome back Amber, who you would have heard of a couple episodes ago. Um, Amber is the founder of Embody Me, an amazing platform, and if you still have not checked it out, please go look at it on the website at embodyme.live. So today we have Amber back because I wanted to talk to you guys about meditation, uh, simply because I am super new to it, I love it, but I am in no way an expert or in any position to talk about it. So Amber, welcome back and looking forward to hearing more about meditation. Yes, thank you so much for having me again. And I'm so happy to hear that you're getting into meditation. It's I'm hearing that so much that people are giving it a try, they're interested. So I'm so happy to share this knowledge and hopefully encourage some of your listeners to also give it a try. Yeah, because I think meditation when people think about the word, you think about someone sitting, you know, cross-legged and kind of doing some maybe oming sound. And it's, it's, people have this association, I think, with what meditation is, but let's really talk about what meditation can be for people. So as a start, let's, you know, answer the question, what is meditation? Yes. Yeah, so meditate, you know, the purpose of meditation is really to just adopt a more calm, mental and emotional state. And when you're meditating, you are really paying attention to your breath as it goes in, as it goes out, and just noticing when the mind wanders from task to task or what kind of things that you need to do. And the practice of meditation is, you know, a lot of people think, meditation is calming the mind. So having zero thoughts, being in this place of complete Zen, when in reality, meditation is actually a practice of returning to the breath when your mind starts to wander. So the practice of just learning how to really be and live in the present moment. And that is something that we all need to know how to do. <laughs> because yes. what is that saying? If you live in the, in the future, you're living in anxiety. If you live in the past, depression. Exactly. Or regret, you know, things like that. But to be truly happy, you've got to live in the present. So you mentioned a few of the benefits of meditation, right? Um, sell us more. Sell us more on why we should all start meditating every day. Yeah, meditation has so many amazing benefits. So of course, you know, by practicing regularly, your um, your focus will improve, your concentration will improve, you'll have a more sense of self-awareness because you're really focusing on your thoughts, you're really aware of your thoughts as well. And it starts to decrease levels of stress and anxiety also. 
And something that I really love to note or something that I really noticed with my own meditation journey is that it has really helped me so much to get to know myself because I think they say that we have 35,000 thoughts every single day and 90% of those thoughts are the same. So I think a lot of us sometimes fall into the pattern of thinking the same thoughts for being in the same stagnant place. And when you are meditating, you start to realize what things you're focusing a lot of your attention on, what kind of things are always in your mind, what kind of things are you always focusing your attention on. And then from there, you can start to just realize, you know, where you want your attention to flow or what things that you can start to improve about yourself, etc. And I think to really appreciate the physical benefits of meditation, it's really important to understand how stress can really just completely wreak havoc on our body. And I'm going to get a little bit sciencey for just a second, but basically when the mind and when the body is relaxed, whether it's through meditation or any other type of practice, that turns on your parasympathetic nervous system. And this is what causes the body to stop releasing stress hormones. It causes you to start digesting your food. You're able to relax. Your body is able to heal itself essentially. But when you are in this stressed out space, your, you know, your heart rate goes up, your pupils start to dilate, you start to have this anxious feeling in your body. And a lot of us, especially in, you know, the type of society that we live in today, we are constantly in this stressed situation. So driving down the street, you know, someone cuts you off, stress, you're late to work, your boss sends you a text, where are you? Stress. You go home, you check the mail, damn, there's another bill. Stress. So constantly having just stress, stress, stress on your body, it makes sense when we look around that so many people have all these crazy health conditions because a lot of the health conditions that we see today are kind of linked to, you know, how much stress you're giving your body. Yeah. And when you were saying that, I was just thinking, I was telling someone the other day, it's incredible how noisy our lives are. So this is things like your washing machine beeping when it's done, your dishwasher beeping, your phone ringing. So, you know, just there's just so many things literally popping out at you all the time, like attacking your senses. Yeah. And it's, it's so weird to think about it because you go sometimes to the countryside where people live simpler lives and you're like, it's so quiet. It's unbelievable. Right. And people live normally, right? They, they still live and they don't need all of these alerts. Um, and, and I, when you were talking about meditation, I was also thinking that I want people to remove these misconceptions or preconceptions rather of who you need to become to meditate. Right. Because I'm sure people, when you think about meditation, yoga, you think about, you know, automatically you visualize if a woman, then it will be someone very slim, wearing like light colored clothes and, you know, in a very bright room with maybe some nature with birds chirping. And people have this very romanticized idea of who's allowed to be good at this, right? But for once, let's remove that and just think about, you don't need to impress anybody, especially with practices like meditation, which is all about yourself, right? So it doesn't matter if you're in a t-shirt or just in your underwear, you know, you're allowed to meditate in whatever way suits you. 
Yes. And I love what you said. You know, people have so many misconceptions on, you know, what kind of people can meditate or, you know, I'm not good at meditation. And to just, you know, bust these bits completely, you don't have to travel to the Himalayas and give up all your money, find a guru and just spend hours a day to learn how to meditate. You can do it in five minutes a day, one minute a day. You can do it multiple times throughout your day. And I really want to start to, you know, teach people that there's no right or wrong way to meditate. And there's also no such thing as being good at it versus not being good at it. Because even just the simple process of showing up, you're already bringing down the stress hormones, you're already doing the damn thing, as I like to say. And you don't need to have any type of, you know, innate ability to be able to meditate or you don't have to have any special powers or nobody is better than anyone. It's just the same, you know, anybody can learn how to ride a bike. Anybody can learn how to use a computer. Some people take to it a bit more naturally than others, but at the end of the day, anyone can do it and every single one of us can benefit from it. Hey, did you know Embody Me is a one-stop shop virtual wellness studio for busy people like you. You can find hosts, live streaming, yoga, fitness, meditation, breathwork, EFT tapping, moon ceremonies, women's circles, intuitive dance, and so much more all in one place. Now, if you want to get to your best mental, physical, and spiritual state, sign up now for 20% off your first month with promo code NOTADIET. That's promo code not a diet. Sign up today at embodyme.life. And so let's talk about what are the different types of meditation. And I will pre-frame this by telling you that I tell people sometimes that one way that I meditate is cook, right? Because for me, meditation is when I can be just in one place and not think about anything else. So of course, physical practices like yoga and Pilates, um, even though I need to listen to the instructions of what you know position I'm getting in, that also helps me. But a very day-to-day thing that I do is having my daily baths mm-hmm. and also cooking are my, my kinds of meditation. So what are some other ways that people can meditate? I love that. So today I'll just talk about three simple different techniques that I think are the easiest for when you're starting new. Um, The first one is called mindfulness meditation. And really, it's just being aware of your breath. So you're just sitting in a peaceful position. You're noticing when your breath is coming in, you're noticing how strongly you're inhaling, how deep you're holding your breath for how easy it is for your breath to flow in and out. You're noticing how your chest expands and how it falls with your inhale and exhale and just placing all of your attention and all of your awareness on the breath for as long as you feel comfortable doing. That could be for one minute, that could be for 10 minutes, for an hour, whatever you feel comfortable with. But one, it's just paying attention to your breath. My favorite type of meditation is moving meditation, which is basically similar to what you were describing. And essentially it's, you know, some people struggle with, ah, I don't want to sit down in a dark room with some meditation music on. I don't have time for that. So moving meditation is a really great way to just implement this in different parts of your day. So as you said, you know, well, for me example, um, when I'm making my coffee in the morning, I'm just sitting, I'm just watching the coffee drip 
filling up the cup, focusing on my breath and just breathing, just being there, just smelling the smell of the fresh coffee, just hearing the birds chirp and just being very present with where I am. And you can apply this to literally any situation and something that I've recently started to do. I don't know if you're the same, but I think this, you know, this generation, if we know, like... (laughs) I've noticed this, but a lot of the times we are so uncomfortable at just doing nothing. Like oh you my go God, to yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you go to Starbucks and there's two people in front of you and instantly you grab your phone. Instantly you have to do something. So I started to notice like I have this app on my phone that tells me like how much I open my phone. Literally mm-hmm. 400 times a day I was unlocking <laughs> my phone. And I was completely shook. I was like how am I on my phone this much? Like I have a watch. Why am I opening my phone 400 times a day? Mm. So I just started saying, you know what? I'm just not going to open my phone anymore. If I'm online, I'm just going to do just, just be present. Just breathe. Just observe what's around you. Not thinking about my to-do list, not thinking about other things, but just being present in the moment. And you could do this while you're driving, while, you know, if you get to work five minutes early, sit in your car and just be present. You can do it while you're cooking, while you're in a bath or the shower or brushing your teeth. So I think this is a really nice way to slowly start to implement this during your day. Because as I said, you don't need to meditate for 20 minutes for it to be effective. Even one minute is so effective because... It takes about 10 breaths to calm your parasympathetic nervous system. So even just sitting and breathing for only 10 breaths has a big impact on your body. And especially if you're doing this multiple times throughout the day, it really starts to have a good impact. Um, So that's my second, this is my favorite as well, way to meditate. And the third is, I think people call it mantra meditation. And this is a really good one if you have a hard time, you know, with your thoughts wandering during meditation. So if you're sitting and, you know, there's so many thoughts coming into your head, so many things racing through your mind, a mantra meditation is a really, really great technique to kind of keep the mind centered. So for example, you can choose any type of affirmation that you would want to use. You can use, I am whole, I am loved, I am feeling at peace. And for example, as you inhale, you would just in your mind say, I am. And as you exhale, at peace. And set a timer, three to five minutes, whatever you want. And just repeat this affirmation as you breathe. And that's a good way, you know, you're focusing your intention on an affirmation. Of course, affirmations are so beneficial for your mind, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, And it also kind of keeps your mind from wondering as much as well. Yeah, I think that, you know, what you mentioned, not being able to do nothing, this is something I had to actively get out of my system. Because I used to be that person who would just completely pack my schedule every day, because I would feel good that I was achieving something, right? And actually, appreciating silence, number one, and appreciating idleness, is is you know are two very important things and I would say you know just a I guess tip or just sharing with with you guys what I do your example of when you stand in a queue and immediately having to check things so number one I put my phone on do not disturb constantly right I let calls come through because I know that unless it's an emergency I mean what year are we in nobody calls you unless it's an emergency um 
and obviously my family, you know, and, and people important to me will be in my favorites so they don't get blocked. But otherwise, nothing even pops up on my phone screen. So if people um, want to look up this guy called James Clear, he has he's a master of habits, right? And he explains this really well, that both good and bad habits, the first thing in his quadrant is the trigger, right? So what I mentioned there is simply removing that trigger for yourself. Because what comes after trigger is your need to then satisfy that curiosity, right? Now, if you don't have that trigger, you have nothing to satisfy. It no, It's no longer interesting for you. You stop touching it, right? And a second tip that I personally do is to also pick a good podcast like this one, <laughs> shameless plug, um, or anything, you know, it could be your favorite song, favorite album. And personally, because... I am definitely a very visually dominant person. Um, I find that by kind of almost preoccupying my other senses, I can be super focused, right? I can rarely work in a noisy office unless I have music on because otherwise I'll go chat with people. I'll like, you know, be distracted by even street noises, right? Or birds or whatever. So those are like two things I use to just help myself be okay to just stand still and do nothing. And I would call these, you know, not again, as with everything else with health, remember that there's no kind of final destination, I guess, with this. It's, it's always a journey, right? Maybe in two years time, we talk about this, I'll be completely different with how I do these things. But hopefully those are two useful tips people can also use. Um, Sorry, something to add on that. I love what you mm -hmm. said about um, like putting your phone on do not disturb because what I also do, I turned all my notifications off for like Facebook, for Instagram, for pretty much every app that I don't need a notification for. And that definitely helps with your concentration. It helps you to be less distracted because as you said earlier, we are constantly bombarded with things all day, every day. I think we... Uh, we see, I think it's, I think it's like 250 advertisements a day. We've seen billboards, we have phone noises, we have, like you said, the refrigerator and the stove and all these different noises and inputs coming into our brain that our brain does not get a rest. So by enjoying these moments of stillness and by just being okay with just being still and just appreciating the quiet, appreciating the present moment, it will just give you so much peace and happiness because you can always come back to the place of, okay, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm breathing, I'm good. This moment right here and right now is all that matters. I don't have much that I need to be, fo be focusing and be stressing out about. And another thing that I would like to add is, you know, find your own things that can remind you of your meditation practice. So for my example, whenever I see a butterfly, I just take a stop. I take a deep breath and I just take a second to be like, wow, I'm so appreciative and so grateful to be alive right now. And just smiling and just saying, wow, this is awesome. Thank you. That's a sign, a butterfly. And you can make this for anything that you want, but you know, having these little inputs during your day to bring you back to this place of calm is going to improve your life so much. <laughs> I'm laughing at that because I have like this weird irrational phobia of butterflies <laughs> so that would be the opposite for me I would literally <laughs> want to scream and run away <laughs> if I saw one um but also an interesting stat for people um I literally just googled it because I've seen it somewhere recently but 
I think on average, a person will scroll something like five miles with their thumb. In their life or a day? A year? In a year. Whoa. Yeah. And it's, I saw some like ridiculous headline of, for a lot of sedentary people, you scroll long, you scroll further than you would walk in a day, usually. That to me, just, you know, final nail in the coffin. That's horrific. If you think about it. Um, But yeah, so... I know that when people, you know, some people listening now would say, okay, you know, meditation sounds cool. You know, I'm willing to try it. Some people might be a bit more hesitant. So if someone's never done it before, how would you recommend them start? You know, is it with guided ones or is it better actually to almost come up with your own way? So I would always say that a guided meditation is the best if you if you're just beginning and I've been meditating for a long time and I still prefer guided ones a lot of the times especially if you really just want to disconnect you don't want to just yeah guided meditations are the bomb so I would always recommend doing guided meditation um and if you don't like them I mean there's so many on YouTube you know so find someone that you like find a topic that you resonate with joy a life class on embody me there's so many different ways that you can do a guided meditation And just find what vibes for you. Maybe you want something for stress relief. Maybe you want something for um, motivation or for peace or for clarity. So maybe a good tip for someone actually is check in with how you're feeling right now. Are you feeling stressed out? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling tired? And based on how you feel or how you want to feel, find a guided meditation around that. So that's my tip on how to get started. Of course, if you want to do your own meditation, you of course can, but I do hear that people struggle a little bit more when they're trying to meditate on their own. They might fall asleep or just get very distracted. Either way, just clarify, even if you fall asleep, even if you're getting distracted, you're doing it right. So there's no wrong way to do this here, but a guided meditation is the way to go. Or as we said, a moving meditation is just the easiest way to implement it without having to carve out more time in your day. Because I hear a lot like, I don't have time to meditate. So if you don't have time, find things in your day-to-day life that you can combine with a meditation. Maybe when you go to walk your dog, that could be your meditation. When you're cooking dinner, we all have to eat, we all cook. So when you're cooking, Just being present in the moment, smelling the delicious smells of the spices and hearing the pan sizzling and just being absorbed in the present moment, slowing down your breath, maybe putting on some nice music that makes you feel very chilled out um, and, you know, finding ways to incorporate that and implement that within your day. Yeah, something popped into my mind and I would say even something like the two minutes when you're brushing your teeth. Yep. You know, you've got to do it every day. You do it twice a day. Instead of maybe, you know, I can imagine it already, someone brushing their teeth with one hand and scrolling their phone on the other, (laughs) you know, instead of doing that, maybe put your phone down and I don't know, stare at the wall or something, you know, when you're brushing your teeth. And also something that um, I used to do quite a lot, especially, you know, during more stressful periods of my life, when you wake up in the morning or just before you go to bed, you're already in bed, you're lying down do a body scan, you know, and what I mean by that is nothing scientific is nothing fancy, right? You literally just feel out, okay, feel where your fingers are, feel where your toes are, just almost imagine, you know, imagine, I don't know, a ball of energy, you know, from your head traveling to every corner in your body. And I find that 
you know, when I used to, when I first started doing that, it was a really interesting experience because suddenly you realize, oh, my glutes are really tired, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe from a workout or like, wow, my shoulders are tight. And you know, that feeling when you've had a really long day and you lie down on your bed and because the bed has a different level of support, right? Your back just releases into the bed and you're like, oh God, like I really need it to lie down you know, and and your back feels all the fatigue. And I think just as a first step, you know, being able to connect with your own physical body, I think is already a huge improvement for a lot of people before we talk about even going deeper, right, into your feelings, into your spirituality. Um, Yeah, so feel it out, you know, because most people, if you're sitting all day, you're probably not thinking about your toes, (laughs) right, or your feet. You're just sitting there thinking about your eyes and what you're looking at. I love that. And I love body scan meditations. I didn't mention it before, but this is also a really great one because as you said, bringing awareness to your body so often we're focused on everything else. And then by the time the night comes and it's time to focus on yourself, we kind of forget about ourselves. So bringing that little time of awareness, like you said, oh, my glutes are really sore or my neck hurts. Maybe I should do a little neck stretch to release some tension. These simple things of tapping into your body and your feelings is so, so beneficial for your overall health. So like always, before we wrap up, I would invite you to give our listeners three actionable tips to explore meditation. Perfect. So my first tip is to start small. I know I struggled with this. Um, (laughs) Whenever I start something new, I just want to go full in and I'm like, I'm going to meditate for an hour a day. But that does not work for most people. So start really small, even if that's two to five minutes for two or three times a week. But whatever it is, set your intention on, you know, when you want to meditate, set your intention that you do want to try this practice. Give yourself, I would even say a month. So, okay, for a month, I'm going to meditate twice a week for five minutes. Start small and just show up for yourself and it will get easier over time. Step number two is to really be intentional and set aside time during your day for meditation. So as we talked about, that can be while you're doing your coffee, while you're brushing your teeth, but just be intentional about it and really be present in the moment while you're doing your meditation. And my third third tip is to be gentle with yourself. Your mind is going to wonder, you might fall asleep, you might get distracted, and that is okay because you are still doing it right. And last but not least, what food always takes you to your happy place? So another food is tostadas. If anybody is listening, this recipe is amazing. So you basically get a corn tortilla, you fry it or you bake it, you put some avocado on top. I cut up some onion, cilantro, black beans, corn, and lime. Oh my God, it is the best thing ever. It instantly makes me so happy and it is my all-time favorite food. that's it for this episode of neighborhood nutritionist thank you so much for spending this time with me and i hope you've really enjoyed it and learned something you can take away with you today if you could take a second to share this episode with one person you think will love it that would be absolutely amazing and don't forget to rate review and subscribe wherever you're listening now see you soon